Hello lovely people. I hope you're having a good day. My name is Chitra and you're listening to Hello Educator. Welcome to another episode of Mango Science Radio. Today, Obli Chandran is here to ask us some very interesting questions. and give us answers on the physics behind flight hi mango science radio listeners uh, obli chandran here hope you guys are doing good staying safe uh, today i'm not going to share any story or any uh, interesting events that happened in the past but i'm going to ask you a question uh, probably to think on it of course i'll uh, answer it as well but i want you to uh, get uh, your thinking on it so we all know a lot of things a lot of uh, animals or species fly like for example birds fly bats fly and also uh, looking at nature we've also been humans have also been able to mimic flying in the form of uh, you know inventing airplanes and uh, rockets and so many things so though humans we are unable to fly ourselves so we have invented machines that can help us uh, keep airborne uh, help us fly so now coming to this uh, aspect of flight uh, whether be the natural flights like in case of uh, animals or uh, the man made flying that is airplanes or rockets or whatever it is so now what is the most important factor that will enable something to fly so of course uh, first thing that might come to your mind is the wings Uh, of course the wings are very essential so any bird that flies or for example mammals like bats when they fly you need wings that is the very obvious striking factor that you know or you get to look at it needs flies and when you compare it to a man made flight it also has something similar it has wings uh, but of course there is one difference between the man made flight and the uh, bird's flight in a bird flight the wings can actually flap like up and down Uh, so that it helps the bird move forward and propel forward and get higher up but in the case of flight you don't see the wings of the plane flapping up and down and in fact it is extremely difficult to do it uh, for such a big plane and to uh, mimic that way of flight uh, from nature but the question is not about how something flies but what enables it fly apart from the wings so the question is like this now do you think the birds can fly for example on mars the planet mars or do you think forget about mars mars is still far away it might take maybe a decade to reach to mars and uh, more likely it's going to be the human first and then maybe uh, we can uh, think of taking other species there but the point is uh, if at all we get to mars or get to the moon which is much close by so do you think a bird can fly forget about yes of course it cannot breathe uh, that is a different thing yes uh there is no oxygen uh but, but ignoring that part whether it's able to breathe or not if it assume that it is able to breathe maybe it's got a suit on it and it's it's able to it's being supplied with oxygen that so that it can breathe but apart from that can it fly on a moon now have you thought about it uh, do you have an answer in mind so think also can it fly on mars or can it fly fly on let's say mercury planet mercury now replace the bird with an airplane can an airplane fly on the moon can an airplane fly on the mars or on mercury for example now if you've said to yourself as yes how come how do you think it is going to fly 
secondly if you say no i want you to think on how how is it that they won't be able to fly whether it's an airplane or a bird so now i want you to reason out both of these things take some time and if you are listening to this or you can pass at this moment and then think on the answer before you proceed listening uh, to my answer to take time to think on this and then continue listening to the audio good okay so now that you're back after passing after thinking on it now what now when you were thinking on the answers like what makes whether it is possible for a flight or a bird to fly one important thing that you may have thought of is the presence of air or what we call as an atmosphere so atmosphere is nothing but gases all around us like uh, for example on earth we have 79% nitrogen gas and 20% uh, oxygen and roughly uh, less than a percent all the other gases combined so now this atmosphere that we have is what enables a bird or a plane to fly for example when a bird fly, flaps its wings so what is it it pressing against it is pressing against the air so that in turn the air can push on the bird and the bird propels forward or goes up high similarly in an airplane there are two huge engines that we have huge fans that are spinning at very high speeds that will you know push the air behind and propel the flight forward and the wing the way the wings are uh, positioned and angled it will let the airplane rise well up in the air so now atmosphere seems to be a very important factor in enabling whether a bird or an airplane to fly but when you go to the moon there is no atmosphere so now imagine this bird that was able to flap and fly on earth can it, can it do the same on moon so when it flaps its wings it cannot propel or move forward at all because there's nothing for it to press against and propel forward so there is no air so even though it flaps its wings nothing's going to happen it's just going to keep flapping and still uh, stay in the same place and similarly for an airplane it cannot its huge uh, fans the blades are spinning at very tremendous speeds but since there is no air there's nothing for it to you know uh, push push it backward and in turn that will propel the flight forward and also the wings are pretty much useless because there's not no air for the wing to press on and for the airplane to go up so it's very interesting to know that the very act of flight is very dependent on the presence of an atmosphere but here's the thing we've been to the moon of course humans in fact humans have landed on the moon and in fact we've sent satellites and space probes uh, to mars and well beyond to jupiter and like way beyond till even beyond pluto how is it possible so all all of these things like the the rockets or the space probes they do fly they're not touching the ground they're not walking on the ground they move up in space and if there is no if any flight requires an atmosphere then how do these space probes go go beyond earth when you go beyond earth you are essentially leaving the atmosphere of earth and when you're leaving the atmosphere of earth how can you sustain the flight and reach for the moon and once in fact the peep uh, the astronauts buzzall rain neil armstrong and forgot the guest name i think is thomas I, i'm not sure buzzall rain and neil armstrong and the third guy when they went to the moon they did not just stay there forever they in fact made their way back to the earth which means they had to launch their space module back to earth which means that has to fly from moon back to the earth and moon not having any atmosphere how is it even possible at all and we have sent for example from india we we sent 
the Mars Orbiter mission, which is still orbiting the planet Mars and still sending us data. How is it flying around uh, Mars without any atmosphere? So now it's an interesting point to think over. So now the rockets or the space probes do not use air as the way to propel them. They don't use atmosphere as something that is needed for them to fly. So instead, they do something else. So to give you a, a really good analogy, uh, you think of a balloon. So you blow up a balloon and it, it just uh, let it get quite a reasonable size and you hold the uh, the end of the balloon which you blew the air in from and hold it airtight so the balloon will retain its shape. So now once you let go of the end, what will happen to the balloon? It just flies off in random direction. Just It's really cool to watch it. It will do all those uh, crazy maneuvers uh, within your room, in, in the room wherever you let it go. So that's really fun to watch. But what actually happens? Why does the balloon move away? Why does the balloon uh, fly in the pattern that you see it fly? So the answer is because the air that you blew in, it was not able to escape because you were holding the mouth of the balloon. Now once you let the hand out of the mouth of the balloon, the air could escape. When the air escapes, how can the air escape? Because now there is, uh, because there's a lot of pressure inside the balloon and the air wants to escape because that there is too much of air inside the balloon and all these air molecules are bouncing on each other and they want to get out as quickly as possible because they're also pressing on the balloon from inside. So once you let the mouth open, so they quickly like exit the balloon. As they exit the balloon, they will impart a force on the balloon. They will impart a force on the balloon that will make the balloon move in a direction that is opposite to the direction of wind, direction in which the air escapes. So you will all obviously see like when you let the balloon go, it, you will see the air escapes and the balloon's uh, motion are in exactly opposite direction. The direction in which the air escapes and if you observe the direction in which the balloon moves, they are in opposite direction. I can give you another example of what I mean by saying the air molecules inside the balloon will impart a force on the balloon. So if you've been on, on a trip to a hill station where there are lakes and you've been on a boating and once the boating ride is complete, you come to the shore where you, you want to get on to the land. So when you want to get on to the land, you want to first get off the boat, right? So which is still on water. So when you want to get on to the land from the boat, so you will press against the boat. You will press against the boat and then move forward so that you can you will eventually uh, have your foot on the land but as you're stepping on pressing on the boat and moving forward what happens to the boat the force that you have given the boat will make the boat move away from you little bit yes but still it does move away from you a very similar to that is when the air wants to escape out from the balloon it will push on the balloon as it comes out of the balloon so that is summarized uh, in the form of Newton's third law which most of you might be familiar with it is uh, every action has equal and opposite reaction or in other words every object uh, has an equal and opposite force that it applies to another object so exact same thing is happen is what is happening in a rocket flight or a space probe flight so there are lot of fuel that is stuffed inside the tanks so the fuels when they react inside the tank they will exhaust they, they will move out very very similar to the air escaping the balloon the fuel when they react they will exit the rocket at very high velocities 
and when they exit they impart a force on the rocket which will in turn propel the rocket upwards or space probe forward or it will make the space probe turn left or right so basically you can make it move the way you want by controlling the direction in which the exhaust comes out of the space probe or the rocket so in in this type of flight there is no atmosphere needed at all it this can happen even on the moon this can happen even on the mars so there is it's, it only depends on the fuel in the tank it does not depend on what is around it so that is my science video for the day hope you were able to understand it so next time you think of flight you look at a rocket being launched that has gone way beyond the earth you understand this how it flies but unfortunately a bird or an airplane or for that matter even the helicopter which does require an atmosphere to fly cannot fly uh, in the absence of an atmosphere i hope you found this episode useful uh, and also interesting uh, if you like Uh, to think about how things fly so i'll catch you again with another interesting story from the past or the concept until then see you bye i hope you enjoyed this episode to receive your daily dose of science stories don't forget to subscribe to mango science radio We welcome stories from across the globe. So if you're a science enthusiast and would like to contribute to Mango Science Radio, please WhatsApp us at 9952243541. Your feedback is valuable and keeps us motivated. So feel free to share your views in the form of an audio message on WhatsApp. Thank you so much for listening to Hello Educator. Remember to tune in for the next episode.